Well, uh, on Sunday, we don't usually speak on you know similar things on Sunday and Wednesday, but what I had on my heart is just to, to touch base on a little bit of the, the things that we touch base on Sunday and to pick up uh, there and to spend some more time on some of those things and, and uh, had some specific things to go over tonight. If you didn't hear the message on Sunday, that won't, uh, you know, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. We're not going to repeat everything we said. Um, a little bit different emphasis tonight. But I encourage you um, to go back and listen to that. But that's not going to, you're not going to miss out tonight. We're going to pick up and uh, go on. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. We'll, start, we'll just look at that. Philippians 4, 6. Um, Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, this is a very familiar verse of Scripture, but we have to be careful, you know, in some circles that, that it's, it's familiar, but we've got to be careful when we, when we uh, read God's Word, His Word is limitless. You cannot plumb the depths of His Word. We will never exhaust it. We, we're going to be in eternity forever, and His Word will still be learning. And so when we see verses, uh, if we have the, the response that, well, I heard that, it's a sure sign that whatever we did know, whatever we did have, we've begun to, to lose it. Because if we are excited, or let's say this, if, if we're truly understanding something in the Word, then when we hear it, we'll be excited. You know, if, if those of you that are married, it's a bad sign if when you see your spouse, you're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's not a good thing. That's a sure sign that the fire has left, that something has waned. If, if you are in love with your spouse, then when you see them, the reaction is, thank God for them and you love them. Now, I'm not saying we walk on the clouds all the time, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, there's something wrong if we get to the place where we're not, we're not excited at all. Well, with the Word of God, if there's a truth that you really have, um, that it's working in your life, then when you hear it, we are not like, oh yeah, I heard that, whatever. No, if it's working, we're excited and saying, no, thank God, that's true, just like it was true when I got hold of it 10 years ago. It's true now, and I'm so thankful that I know it. And so when we go over this scripture, let, them be, uh, let the Word speak to you and the Holy Spirit speak to you. Philippians 4, 6. You guys are doing a good job pulling because it's easy to preach. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So it says, be anxious for nothing, but what? In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. So thanking God, let your requests be made known to Him. Be made known to God. And then the next part, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. 
Then verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate or think on these things. I want to focus on verse 7. So let's just read verse 6. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God. Now, we talked about being anxious for nothing on Sunday and, and, and expounded on some of that. And here it's talking about the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. It'll guard your hearts and your minds. Now is time. Now is a particular time. God's word is true in all circumstance for all time. But now is a particular, it's particularly true that we can exercise the love and the peace of God that's within us. God is not the author of confusion. Peace is with, uh, you, can, you can have peace with those that you're living with. I mean, you know, some people are cooped up. And it's just the beginning. Well, this is uh, at the beginning. You can know that the peace of God is in you and that we can walk in that peace. Amen. You can have peace with coworkers. I mean, even if they're online. But regardless if you're co-located or not, sometimes that doesn't matter. The love of God was within us. The spirit of God is within us, and the peace of God is available to us. Now, always, but it's available to us. But it is a choice. It is a choice like everything in God's Word is. It's a choice. It's not, it's not automatic. Just because you heard the Word of God, just because you heard what He said, just because you can quote this Scripture, you could quote this Scripture verbatim. Some of you probably can. Maybe, maybe you have it, you know, on your bathroom mirror or somewhere else in your house. Maybe you have little note cards. Um, that does not mean it's working or will work. You know, just because it's a truth, we need to make a choice to cooperate with this and to believe what God said. And the more stress is going on in our life, the more sometimes it's, it's easy to kind of wait for something to drop on us. And we're thinking, well, once this passes, whatever it is, I mean, this circumstance or whatever, I mean, it doesn't matter. There's always something in your life that you could get out of peace with. Uh, you know, you, you could have uh, 15 out of the 16 major areas in your life all going well, but one doesn't seem like it is. And that can, if you let it, it'll get you out of peace. It'll let, if you focus on it, it'll let you, it'll, it'll cause you to be stressed. It'll cause you to be uh, unthankful. The cause is the wrong word. If you let it, it, it that, those, that'll be the results. But, but we, we didn't draw on what God had for us. And this says the peace of God, it'll, it'll surround us. It'll, it'll uh, guard our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, but we can yield... We can yield in this time, we can yield in any time. We can yield to our flesh. We can yield to uh, frustration. 
we can yield to you know over reasoning things and and then just going around in, in our in our mind on things and then uh, getting and causing ourselves to get out of peace but really we're yielding to the wrong thing really we're yielding to something other than this we have to look at what the word says and then decide that's for me now and sometimes your flesh and your mind will say that's that's no that's impossible in this in and I'm talking generally. I mean, it applies where we're at now, but I'm talking generally. Regardless, we can look at it and say, you know, anybody would be out of peace in this situation. And it's just not biblical. God's words for us. It's easy to yield to fear. It's easy to yield to our flesh. All you got to do is look around and do what everybody else is doing. And I'm talking generally. It, it applies now, but just in general life, all you got to do is wake up. Do what everybody else is doing, and you'll yield to fear and flesh. It's easy. But it's especially easy when circumstances are uncertain. It's especially easy when, you know, you don't know exactly what, what's going to happen. And we never know but exactly, you know, what the future holds. We know what God's Word says, but we don't know how everything unfolds. But when it's a time of real uncertainty, it's real easy to yield to our flesh and yield to something other than peace. It's easy to focus on what isn't working instead of what is working. You know, in this situation or other situations, I mean, it's easy to look at the stuff that's broken or it's not working or I don't get to go here and I, I can't get out of the house and, you know, have to get toilet paper or, you know, whatever. But there are so many things that are working. There are so many things that be worse. I mean, we could look at it, and there's always something that we could, we could get upset about. But we can look at the things that are working, our body. You know, if there's something that isn't working, we can look at the things that are working. If there's part of, uh, you know, we have a challenge business-wise, we can look at, yeah, but my family's healthy. My marriage is going well. And I mean, when we put it in comparison, sometimes it just, that's all it takes to say, you know what, this thing, whatever it is, it's not as big of a deal. We don't make light of situations. It's, it's making a lot of what, who God is and what His Word says. And who the Spirit of God is in us. Let's look real briefly. You know, you guys can turn along, but you know, since I'm not really, uh, there's, uh, this one we'll just put up on the screen, but we'll be putting all these up on the screen anyway. Uh, Deuteronomy 30, 19. Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. See, the Lord is, is, is setting this down. This, these principles are, are uh, timeless. What he's setting down here. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death. In other words, you could go this way or you could go this way. And I've set them before you. They're both before you. I'm not pushing you either way. Circumstances aren't really pushing us either way. He's saying there's life and death before us, blessing and cursing before us. That means if we go this way, it's not going to work out so well. If we, work, if we go this way... In line with his word and his promises, it's going to go well. He said, I put them before you. And then he says, choose life. Well, if it was automatic, that, that he wouldn't have to say choose. If it were automatic, then there's no sense in him saying, telling you what to choose because whatever's going to happen is just going to happen. But he said for us to choose. 
that both you and your descendants may live. He's saying it's important that you choose because you, it's depending on you, it's depend, your, your, or, uh, what happens is dependent on you, but your children, those after you, are dependent on what, how, what kind of choice you make. And that's not to put pressure on us, it's just reality. And we could bring it all the way back to salvation. There, the, uh, Jesus died for everybody. But for us to take advantage of that, we have to believe what the Word says, and we have to act on it and choose to say, He is my Lord, not just a Lord, not just uh, uh, somebody else's God. He's not my parents' God. He's my God, and I receive Him as my Savior. I believe He rose from the dead. That's what the Bible says. So we have to make Him the Lord of our life. We have to choose life. And if it's true with salvation, it's true with everything else. It doesn't just fall on us. And it is so easy in this area of peace to get out of it and to blame it on something else. You know it as well as I do. And I'm not claiming to arrive in this area. Uh, none of us. All of us have made mistakes. But we can come up. We can come up higher. We can have a better week this week than we did last week in this area. We can understand that even though there may be a lot of pressure, there may be things that aren't going right, we can choose life and we can say, God's word works and that is for me. Instead of, see what happens, the enemy likes to do what uh, one of my instructors called the pile up, at Rama called the pile up technique. You know, things hit, and then another thing hit, hits, and then another thing, and another thing. And what he's trying to get you to do is throw up your hands and be frustrated. Because he knows if you, can do, if you do that, you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. And if we start, it's easy to get out of peace and to start being frustrated. And then the enemy jump on your shoulder and start saying, well, why didn't God do this? And God did that. And he'll accuse God. He'll say, God didn't do something for you. Well, he's, li he's a liar. He's a known liar. And he knows what's truth and not. He knows God didn't fail you. God hasn't failed anybody. But what he'll try to say is, in this situation, why didn't this happen? Why didn't this happen? And why isn't this going well? And he's trying to get you out of peace. He's trying to get you out of faith. He's trying to get you to look at the circumstance. And he's a liar. He's a liar. And if we yield to it, then we start getting frustrated, and our peace isn't there, and we can't see well. We can't, we can't make decisions well. We can't walk well. We, we start snapping at our family, those that are closest to us, because we're feeling a pressure that has been put there because there is an enemy, there is circumstance, we live in a fallen world, stuff isn't perfect, there's a bunch of people in the world that don't believe God, that don't follow after God. The world has fallen. Uh, you have a devil. So there are some challenges, but the good news is it, the, the Word of God promises that we can come through. And in this area of peace, when there's pressure and the, the, the um, well, mounting pressure to, 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 to get out of that, we need to understand where that's coming from. We need to understand that in the middle of that, it's available to say, no, I, I'm not going to yield to that. I'm not going to yield to frustration. 
I'm not going to yield to fear. I'm not going to yield to anxiety. Regardless, God is still my God, and we can tune in to the peace of God within us at any time. In the middle of the day, when there's something, it just seems like chaos. See, Satan likes chaos. If he can get you running around or get your mind going or get you snapping at somebody, then we're not connected with our spirit. We're not connected with our heart. And if we're not connected with our heart, we start being led by our head and our emotions. And that's what he tries to do, get you stirred up in our, uh, you or me or anybody, a, a person stirred up in emotion, stirred up in uh, looking at what, what, what is around and then drive people by emotion, drive people by their head. And in circumstances where there is pressure, in the middle of that, we can just, instead of looking outward, look inward and say, God, you're here. God, you're with me. God, your word is true. God, you haven't failed anybody yet. God, I trust you. Your peace, you said, if I come to you and just talk to you about cast this thing on you and bring it before you and thank you that the peace of God would surround me. And so I trust you and I just believe the mighty Holy Spirit who's in me is in me so I could walk in peace. And so I claim that right now and I'm just going to do it. And, and we have to purposefully take that because if we wait till our emotions line up, we can just get pushed further and further away from our answer. And it, it feels like something else is driving us, but really we're yielding to that and letting it drive us. And we have to take those thoughts and take the situation, slam it down and say, no, I have the peace of God. The mighty Holy Spirit is within me and I'm going to walk in it now. And it, it takes a forceful action. But the good news is we can do that at any time. And the Spirit of God is always enabling us to do what He said. He did not tell us to do something and then say, well, you're up to your, your own strength to do it. It's not in our strength. It's in His strength. And when we decide we're going to choose, I feel pressured, but I'm going to choose to, to, hook, to uh, line up with your, your word, God. I'm going to choose to walk in your word. His enablement is there. See, it's by His grace to do it. But if we say, I can't do it, we're taking sides against the word. And He can't help us that way. It's not humility. It's actually pride saying, well, I can't do what you told me to do. But when we say, Lord, this is pushing on me. I don't see. This is trying to push, this is trying to push, but I'm just going to block it right now, and I'm going to look inside, I'm going to look to you, I'm going to look to your word. He is there to help us, to help us walk through, to help us overcome in the midst, in the, mi in the midst of something that's pressure. I mean, anybody can be at peace when you're sitting, you know, your favorite spot. Uh, my family and I, we go to... Uh, we go to Pennsylvania, we have for like last eight years, we've gone to Pennsylvania uh, in Lancaster County, which is Amish country. And I encourage you, if you've never gone there, it's, it's a good time. Uh, not a lot going on, but that's kind of the point. That's what we do. Um, but we have a place that we go that there's a cabin. There's several cabins out in the middle of Amish country, out, out in the middle of these farms with horses and buggies. And there's a little pond there. Uh, down in the middle of the cabins and um, the kids can you know fish there and catch the same fish over and over there's these sun I don't know how many fish they have in there but 
uh, you know, they can get some good sized bass too. But you know, we'll, we'll just take our chairs out there and read and, and take a walk through the, the, um, the, the farms there and you, you know, you just, you're walking and there's corn around and there's all these nice Amish households with immaculate uh, yards and put you to shame when you think of, you know, the way these guys are, they're doing it all themselves. They don't hire anybody. But anyway, it's just beautiful and it's relaxing and the food's great. It's country food, um, buffets and so forth. But you know, it takes a little bit to unwind, but once you get there and you unwind it, it doesn't take a lot to be peaceful. It doesn't take a lot to be chill. I mean, we're eating good food. We'll go get this country ice cream. You know, we're just hanging out, don't have anything really going on. It's real easy to be chilled after a while. You know, something happens, ah, it's no big deal because you don't have, there's not a lot of responsibility. And you know, you may have a different type of vacation. Maybe yours is at the beach or in the mountains. We love going up in the mountains in New Hampshire too, but for our vacation, we go there. Whatever it is, if you can imagine yourself there, if it's on the beach, it's not real hard to be at peace there. Anybody can do that. You know, you've already budgeted the money for spend. You know, you don't have to cook. You don't have to clean all that other than just keeping your place tidy. You got a smaller place usually to keep tidy, which can be a challenge. But, you know, you don't have a lot that is pressing. But it's in the middle of something when there is pressure that God is still God. And we need to know it's, that's when it is like gold, when there is stuff going on, but we are in the midst of it at peace. We're in the midst of, of everything that's going on at peace. We read this on Sunday, but I'll, uh, I'll read this again. John 14, 27 John 14, 27, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Notice what Jesus said. He said, Peace I leave with you. Now, he's getting ready to leave the earth. His disciples could be upset. They don't know everything that's going on. But he's saying, my, he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. To you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't let it be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. That means you could let it. You could. And it's easy to. But we don't have to. Jesus said, don't let it. And if he said that, then we can do what he said. Not in our moral strength, not in we're just saying, I'm going to do it, but saying, God, you said it, and I believe you, and I trust you, and I choose. We're going to walk in peace in my household. You know, I'm, I'm saying in general, that's how we can say. We can say, you know what, as, it, as much as it depends on me, I'm going to walk in peace, even though we're cooped up. You know, it, it's, there's a lot going on, a lot of, a lot of people, uh, you know, it's unprecedented. We're all, everybody's in their households together for a long time. And that's, that can be a challenge. And uh, we can go into this, though, knowing that, yeah, we're, as for us, we're, we're going we're gonna to yield to God. Not that we're just going to grow wings on the back of our, uh, you know, shoulder blades and act like uh, we're angels. We're not all of a sudden going to just be perfect. We're not. But thank God we can, we can uh, yield to this.
Thank God. Yeah, 1 Corinthians 15. Let's read this. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. First Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. In uh, another related verse, or verse very similar, 2 Corinthians 2, 14. It says, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of His knowledge in every place. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of His knowledge in every place. Just the first part of that. He always leads us in triumph. See, a lot of times the connection between this and our peace is that something is pressing on us and the circumstance and the enemy would jump on you and say, he'll, he'll show you how stuff, he, uh, he's trying to press on you, telling you how it's going to turn out. Or just saying, just look at how stuff is. And you don't, I mean, we know the destruction in the world is from has its roots in Satan. We live in a fallen world. But stuff doesn't go right. I mean, why else would you, when everything is going smooth, why, why are you going to be out of peace? Like we said earlier, you're on vacation, everything's going great, people aren't out of peace. But what is it about stuff going, if it doesn't go right, that would, would, would tempt you to get out of peace? It's because you don't, you think you're going to lose something, something is going to happen, something you're not going to come out of a situation, right? Why would you get out of peace with somebody uh, in your home? It's because they frustrated you and there's a consequence. You feel like you lost something or they interrupted you or they said something wrong or they got on your nerves. But it is somehow you're losing out. Somehow something isn't going right. Something isn't the way it should be. And that thought pattern will push us to get out of God's peace. And when we understand, wait a minute, God said that regardless of what it is, I win. He said, it says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. Back in our original scripture, you don't have to put it up. You can just stay on this one. But when he said, be anxious for nothing, he said, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. He said, come to him, but don't be anxious about it. That's not going to do any good. But he's then here, he's saying, you're going to win in everything. You will win. You will win. Well, see, that's a different approach. When we, when we come up and something's trying to get us to lose our peace, and go, well, that's it. What's going on here and here? See, that's not the mindset that, no, I'm going to win. But if we'll shut it down and say, wait, no, God still has my back. He's a good God. Lord, what about it? Go to Him, thank Him, pray about it, and just believe Him that the peace is there. But part of that is you're believing He's bringing you over. He's bringing me over. And that itself will produce peace in us if we'll let it. When we understand that the Spirit of God is in me, He's for me, and He's here now, 
Doesn't mean everything changes immediately, but my attitude through the midst of the storm changes. I can walk through saying, no, I refuse to get out. I refuse to let this mess up my day. I refuse to get in strife. No, it's not going to happen. I believe God is good and he's going to bring me over. And regardless of what it looks like, my father in heaven is for me and he is good and he has got good things. And so I'm going to stay in a place where I am strong and peaceful. But it's a choice. I said it's a choice. It's a choice to choose that you win when it looks like you're not winning. The enemy knows this. That's why he tries to say, no, it's not going to happen this time. It's not going to happen. Try to get you to take your eyes off the Lord and look at what's in front of you so that then you start getting anxious, you start yielding to fear, and now you're on his territory. Now, he's gonna, now he just tries to ramp you up to where you're yielding to his thoughts. And he will lead people with those thoughts and with fear and anxiety and being out of peace. Because when we're not calm, we don't think straight. When we're anxious and we're fearful, we don't think right. And then we make bad decisions. And that's his territory. But if we'll stay calm and we'll stay collected and we'll stay with God, then we are on God's territory. And God can help us to do the very thing and he can help us to come over. He can help us to, to walk in the plan He has for us right now, but all He needs is for us to choose to say He's right, He's, he's more than enough, He's strong, he's a, he, and to believe that what He said for us is true. He'll take me over. And He can do it then. He can help us. One more scripture before we close here. Romans 8, verse 28. <clears throat> Romans 8, verse 28. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Another, another scripture that has bearing on what we're talking about. If we'll, if we'll in the face of something that doesn't look like it's right. Now, this does not mean, you know, some religion has said, well, you know, everything, they, they, they say everything basically is from God. Now, I'm not trying to knock anybody. We're just talking about the truth of Scripture. Religion will tell you that somehow everything that happens is God's will. Well, that's clearly at odds with so many Scriptures. We just, we read in Deuteronomy 1, 9, or 30, 19, that... God said there's destruction over here. You know, he said specifically death and life, blessing and cursing. And he said, choose life. So that's what he wants for us. So if he said choose, that must mean not everything's his will. That happens bad because he said choose the good thing. Why would he say choose if the, if the bad thing's going to happen to us anyway? See, religion will sometimes tell us that Whatever happens, it, it's God's will. Well, that's, that, that would be clearly against Scripture because he's not the author of destruction. He's not the author of death. He's not the author of, of sickness and disease and poverty. Those things happen because of men's choices, because there's a curse in the world, because there's a devil. But we have to know that God, his plan for us is that we overcome. His plan for us is good. And so this Scripture, if you can go back to Romans eight twenty eight. 
When we see this, it's not that he is doing these negative things and somehow he's just bringing us up, but he might do something bad to us in the midst of it. He's not saying that. The Bible doesn't say it. It just said that regardless of what happens, we're going to come out for it's going to happen for good. Let's read it. It says, we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are the called according to His purpose. That's us. If we know Jesus, then we are the ones who love God, and we are the ones that are called according to His purpose. And so it says, no matter what happens, no matter what comes at me, it just, it's, it's going to be turned for His, for my good, and God's glory. You know, it's like, it's like however many you know, superheroes that you could, you could name, but... You've seen that in different types of movies, superheroes and not, where some kind of force is coming at someone and they take it and turn it back and put it at the other person and what that person tried to bring at them to, to destroy them ended up destroying the other person. It's not that that, that that force was coming at them somehow for their good, it wasn't, but it got turned for good. It got turned for their good. And in regardless of what it looks like, God has said He will take care of us, that we'll win every time, and that regardless of what the circumstances is, we can, we can stand on this in the midst of the pressure trying to get us out of, the, out of peace. We'll say, no, all things work together for good to those that love God, to those that are the called according to His purpose. I'm coming through, and therefore I'm keeping my peace. Why would I get upset? When this is going to turn for my good and His glory, I'm staying right here. I'm staying in peace. I choose it. Nobody said it was easy. You'll be tempted to get out. But God's Word's true. His Spirit is alive and powerful and vital in us. If we'll just look to it, His presence is always available. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. Praise God. I'm just going to take a moment, <clears throat> I think, even though you guys are online, I'm just going to play the piano just a little bit. And I just want you to close your eyes and just uh, think about what we've said. And um, God is faithful. Thank God. Let's just, just turn our hearts and our minds to Him. Oh, Lord, we just thank you. We look to you right now. Lord, we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your help. Lord, regardless of where we are, we thank you that you're with us, that you're for us. Lord, we thank you that your peace that passes understanding is available, available to us right now, that your Spirit is within us. If we've trusted the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then the mighty Holy Spirit is within us right now. Lord, I just ask you right now, Surround every person within the sound of my voice right now with your love, with your peace. You've already been doing it, but Lord, I ask you specifically, surround them 
Lord, make it manifest your presence to them right now. Lord, we choose to look to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we worship you. Praise you. We praise you. We thank you, God, for your peace that passes all understanding. Lord, we choose to let your peace just radiate throughout our being right now. We choose to look to you. We choose to yield to you. We choose to yield to peace. Choose to yield to strength. Thank you, God. thank you. Oh, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. Lord, we thank you that your love is surrounding us right now. Therefore, Lord, we can be at peace. We thank you, Lord, you said that we always triumph in you, that you give us the victory. You said your peace you leave with us. Your peace you give to us. And to let not our heart be troubled. Lord, we yield to you right now. We yield to that peace. We yield to that presence. We yield to the Almighty right now. And Lord, we give you glory. We choose to glorify your name and say you are our God. You are the King. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you. Oh, his presence is so sweet. I just trust that same presence is where you are. He is everywhere. We just thank you, God, for your presence. Lord, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are great and greatly to be praised. You are our very own Father. Oh, we trust your word and its truth. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Glory to God.